Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Fringe. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 14, titled Ability. Yet another fantastic, fantastic episode that does a very, very good job of expanding the ZFT storyline, sort of uh, taking that further and stuff. Uh, by the way, full disclosure, so my stupid computer decided to update, like, right as I was finishing up this episode and starting to write my notes, right as I was finishing watching this episode and starting to write this my notes for it. And it took a while. It took a long-ass time for it to finish updating. So, if I accidentally skip over, like, a minor detail of this episode here and there, uh, it's because there was, like, an hour-long delay between me finishing my viewing and me sitting down to record this episode Because my stupid computer is stupid and decided to update at the worst possible moment. So, yeah, there's that. I'm not bitter at all. Uh, So this episode, it pretty much is a direct follow-up to episode 10. In fact, literally the opening sequence is sort of like this recutting different perspective of... The Prison Break, where David Robert Jones teleported out of prison using Walter's machine. And after two weeks, finally, news reaches Agent Dunham and reaches Fringe Division that David Robert Jones is in fact out. That David Robert Jones is in fact free. That he teleported out and he was the person who Loeb brought over. And... This, of course, sparks a big, fat manhunt for David Robert Jones. Like, we're running around uh, desperate to find David Robert Jones. Uh, We even go so far as to talk to Loeb, who comes out of prison for just a little bit to be questioned by Agent Dunham. And Loeb is just, like, refusing to say anything. And the only thing we're able to get out of him is uh, the words, What was written will come to pass. Which essentially is the thing that puts Olivia and Peter on the hunt for the ZFT manifesto. Uh, We get this great moment introducing us to Markham, who uh, shows up quite a bit in this series. He's got a fairly regular once-a-season schedule of appearing in this show. And he's always wonderful to watch. He's always amazing to witness. I love that character so much. He's such a great bit role. Uh, but through him, we're able to track this thing down. We're able to do, uh, uh to go through Peter's weird contacts to <laughs> track this manifesto down. And the thing reads like a anti-science doomsday message with a call to arms. 
and it's talking about how uh, science, which is supposed to advance knowledge, is bringing us to the brink of death. Uh, a grand army needs to step up to protect the world from these threats. And a particularly colorful passage talks about how there's an alternate universe that wants to kill us and... The two universes will fight, and only one can survive. Remember that passage. I'll just say that. Remember that little bit. It will become important in future episodes. Very, very, very much so. So... We're going through that entire investigation. Meanwhile, David Robert Jones is coming out of his decompression chamber, uh, because apparently, use of the teleportation machine requires that you then spend two weeks in a literal tank so that you don't die a horrible death. And then even then, your body, having been disassembled and then reassembled on a molecular, on a molecular level... then still kind of rebels and just goes, nope, 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 don't like this, don't like this, don't like this. And you kind of just start decaying, almost. And we sort of see throughout throughout this episode the downward spiral of David Robert Jones' health. We see him get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. As his body suffers more and more and more and more and more of the side effects of the teleportation. I especially love this one scene where David Robert Jones is taken into Walter Bishop's lab to be treated. After he collapses in an interrogation room. And he meets Walter and is like, Dr. Bishop, oh, I I am so happy to meet you. It's because of you that I'm here. And Walter's like, hey, idiot. I locked that thing away for a reason. It's because of exactly what you're going through right now. You're a moron. This was the worst thing for you to do. Like, it's just... Basically, David Robert Jones, like, idolizing Dr. Bishop, and Dr. Bishop being like, No. Shut up. Stop talking. (laughs) Just fully praise denied. It's great. It's a really, really wonderful moment. And conveniently, just when all of this happens, just when all this shit with David Robert Jones starts to hit the fan, a guy turns up whose orifices have all closed up. Uh, His eyes, nose, and mouth, like extra skin, has formed over them, closing them off entirely. As a result, he suffocated on his new skin, on his newly formed eye, nose, and mouth skin. Uh, And it's... That scene where we see it happen, it's really disturbing, and... Very, very well done. Uh, But we're investigating this. We're investigating what's going on here. Olivia, very rightly, is like, okay, this happens, like, literally immediately after we find out about David Robert Jones coming back from prison, uh, escaping from prison. That cannot be a coincidence. Something's happening here. This is David Robert Jones. And she ends up being right. 
Because just when they're starting to investigate this, just when they're starting to make progress, David Robert Jones shows up at the federal building, turns himself in, and demands to speak to Agent Olivia Dunham, and only Agent Olivia Dunham. A condition that both Olivia and Broyles are immediately fine with meeting if it means they're going to get some form of answers out of him. But then, of course, Harris comes in and is like, No, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you do the easiest possible thing to get answers out of a guy that this entire office is working their butts off to bring in. I'm not going to let you take that easy path. I'm going to make you go to this random safe house uh, for David Robert Jones' organization for ZFT. I'm going to make you participate in a raid on this random safe house instead of talking to the guy who's literally right there. This safe house raid goes wrong immediately. Like, an agent finds the same $2 bill or a similar $2 pill. Pill? What? A similar $2 bill that contained the substance that was used to, like, close orifices. uh, Change the... That has the substance, the powdered substance that was responsible for that. The toxin. Picks it up, and then immediately his orifices start to close too, and he ends up dying. And there's this really effective moment where in order to save his life, like, they basically, like, cut his throat open, cut his trachea open, and put, like, a little tube inside of it so that the dude can still breathe. And then that closes up. And suddenly now it's just, like, he's dead, and also he's got, like, a tube inside of him, just a random tiny tube inside of his dead body like it's just ugh, it's it's grody and it's great it's amazing it's uh it's really well done at this point harris is like okay fine i'll let you in i'll let you interrogate him i guess an agent die i have to let you interrogate him yeah and david robert jones David Robert Jones actually had this great sit-down with Harris, where Harris came in and tried to be like, Hey, you're mine! You're my witness! You're my person to interrogate! And he's just like, No, no, no. When you come to your senses and Dunham shows up, I'm gonna need the following list of items. And when Dunham goes in to talk to him, he takes these items and builds a device to block out mics and to block out all forms of surveillance so they can't be heard or seen. And basically, David Robert Jones tells Olivia that, okay, look, what happened before, that was just a demonstration, that this is definitely a thing that can be done. But there's a bomb that's going to go off in however many hours... I forget the exact number, and it's going to do something similar on a much, 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 much larger scale, unless you can confine it and defuse it. I'm not going to tell you where it is, though, unless you do exactly as I say, and pass a test. 
You took a key off of me. It's in forensics. I need you to go to this place and get this box. Uh, and the test is in there. And you uh, do the test. And Olivia gets the box. And the box has this test where it's just like literally this. All of these lights. Where you have to turn the lights on. And then the test is you have to turn the lights off with your mind. One at a time until none of the lights are on anymore. Until all the lights are off. Now, Olivia tries to do this. Olivia entertains David R. Jones's whims for about two minutes. Until uh, she gets very, very annoyed. Very, very pissed off. Immediately... Goes back to David Robert Jones and says, this is bullshit, you're messing with me, you're messing with me, you're messing with me, this is bullshit. And David Robert Jones is like, no, no, I'm not messing with you, this is, this is real, you were infected with cortexophan. You were treated with cortexophan. That's why we kidnapped you, to confirm it. That's something that's required with a spinal tap. If you hadn't escaped, we would have convinced you of this. And... Like, helped you with, uh, your abilities that have come with the Cortexafan. And Olivia's like, what the hell are you talking about? And this is the moment where he collapses. So immediately Olivia's now investigating this Cortexafan shit. What the hell is it? Why does David Robert Jones think she's been treated with it? What the hell does it even do? And of course... Who could have guessed... The most shocking thing that could have ever happened. The corporation that holds the patent on Cortexafan is Massive Dynamic. Yeah, that is the least surprising thing of all time. In fact, both Olivia and Peter, upon hearing this, go, Why am I not surprised? <laughs> like, just everything is Massive Dynamic in this universe. Anything that happens, there's a good chance it ties back to Massive Dynamic. So, Olivia goes to Massive Dynamic, talks to Nina Sharp, and Nina's like, Oh, uh, so Cortexafan, it's this thing that William Bell was experimenting with back in the 80s. Uh, he believed that the brain had limitless potential, but that potential diminishes as you get older. So, these were trials that basically were attempts to prevent that diminishment from happening. So, these were drug trials on children. Definitely a thing that was happening. Uh, he conducted them in Ohio. Now, of course, Olivia Dunham as a child, when William Bell was conducting these trials, was in Jacksonville, Florida. So, clearly, that can't possibly be the case. That can't possibly line up. Olivia definitely doesn't have Cortexafan in her. So, screw you, David Robert Jones. So, now, the question is, how do we reason with this crazy man who thinks I can turn off lights with my mind uh, so we can get the location of this bomb from him? So, Olivia has Peter just sort of mess with the light box, just sort of... Uh, tamper with it and change its operations so we can fool David Robert Jones. We wake up David Robert Jones. Peter basically 
made it so that the lights will turn off on a timed basis. Livia gives a performance to act like she's actually working at something. And the lights turn off and David Robert Jones is like, okay. Now the bomb is in this location. Go there. I definitely didn't plan for any type of trickery you may or may not have pulled. We go to the bomb, and turns out the only way to defuse it is for Olivia to turn off the lights with her mind. Yep, the defusing mechanism is exactly the same as the light box. So, Olivia is just about to go, okay, no, like, we're all screwed. We gotta get out of here. This thing's gonna blow. We need to evacuate everybody. Like, there's no way. But eventually she's like, you know what? Screw it. And then goes back and just stares down the light box. And with seconds left, the lights turn off one by one. All the lights on the grid turn off until the entire... Uh, All the lights are off, and the timer stops, and we're all good. Which, by the way, this is such a tense moment, and they draw this out. They draw this out for a while. Like, this keeps going for quite a bit. Like, Olivia's staring at this light box, and we keep cutting from her to the light box, to her to the light box, to maybe a shot of Peter, to her to the light box, to her to the light box, maybe a shot of Peter again, to her to the light box. And it's just like this walking on eggshells moment where you just can't help but like just lean in like, is she gonna turn off the lights? And she turns off the lights. Immediately Olivia, uh, immediately Olivia starts rationalizing this with, Oh, so the thieves are just messing with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do anything. Uh, they, the lights were programmed to go off just uh, at the time the bomb was going to explode. He clearly planned all of this. Da, 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 da. And Peter's like, okay. Like, even Peter's just like, dude, you you clearly got some Cortexafan. Like, you clearly did something. Like, you clearly has something going on in your head. Like, that you are in flat-out denial. And then when Olivia goes to the hospital to question David Robert Jones further, she finds the hospital in complete chaos, and David Robert Jones has escaped. There's a giant hole in the wall of his hospital room where his EFT agents got him out. And on another wall is Scrawling's You Passed on it. And then also, Nina calls her back, and it's like, uh, you know what? Uh, turns out I was wrong. There was actually another trial that William Bell conducted of the Cortexa fan, much smaller than the Ohio one, but it was there. Uh, it was in Jacksonville, Florida? Cortexa fan. Olivia it's looking a hell of a lot like Olivia Dunham got treated with Cortexafan, and it's looking a hell of a lot like she has some form of abilities inside of her noggin. And, as if that wasn't enough, Walter's rereading the manifesto, looking at the manifesto, and he's noticing a weird quirk in how it's typed. 
the Ys are raised just slightly. So it'll be like ability, reality, uh, something E. Like, just the Ys are just slightly raised. And this triggers like a light bulb in his head. He goes to his typewriter. Sets it up and types the word ability. A B I L I T. And you see this look of hesitation on his face before he types the Y. Like, Walter's like very, like, unsure if he wants to know the answer to the question in his head. And then he just does it. He just hits the Y button and... Same raised Y. That manifesto was typed on his typewriter in his lab. Whatever this David Robert Jones business is happening, whatever this ZFT thing is, it started in Walter Bishop's lab. In more ways than one. There's so much I want to say. 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 I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Oh my god. Suffice it to say, uh, more of the secrets of (laughs) this story have been unlocked. Let's say more plot lines have been set up. More elements of this world have just been set up. There's a lot that can be dissected here. There's a lot I want to talk about. I can't talk about any of it. I hate everything. I want to say the thing, but I won't say the thing. I won't say the thing. Okay, okay. Alright, shut up. No spoilers for the people who haven't seen this. Anyway, suffice it to say, uh, this has been a turning point. This has been quite the turning point, to say the least. Uh, if you like this, favor the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well as simpler to push for a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 15. Talk to you then.